0: So, Margaret Atwood, Journey to the Interior. About the author, Margaret Eleanor Atwood, born in 1939, is a Canadian poet, novelist, essayist, and environmentalist, environmental activist. She came to public attention as a poet in 1960 uh, with her collections, Double Persephone, that is in 1961, then The Circle Game, 1964. Her works encompass a variety of themes, including the contrast between life and art, natural and human creations, gender and identity, religion and myth. So these are the usual themes which are handled by Margaret Atwood, which are the themes. Uh, Contrast between life and art, natural and human creations, then gender and identity, uh, religion and myth. Her books have received widespread critical acclaim and she has received numerous literary awards including the booker Prize in 2000 for the blind assassin then attitude in her works constantly pits civilization against the wilderness surrounding it in journey to the interior she portrays how this wilderness extends to the inner terrains of human mind and how many have been here but only some have returned safely This poem describes the human psyche by comparing it to the Canadian environment and landscape. The poem suggests that the exploration of the human mind is not a simple point-to-point journey. The daring traveler must trudge through several devious routes in order to make some headway and there are no destinations at the end of such a journey. So what are the... What is the main aspect uh, she is discussing in this poem? Journey to the interior. Then, what do you mean by wilderness? Ah, forest, thick forest. So, what is what will be your experience if you travel through a forest? So here, uh, she is trying to uh, make a comparison or a contrast between uh, a journey to the forest, likewise a journey to a inner soul. Both she is comparing here, how it is related, what are the experiences if we pass through a forest and how it can relate to our mind. That is knowing oneself, that is what she means. She portrays how this wilderness extends to the inner terrains of human mind, that how it is uh, related to our human psyche or our soul. And how many have been here? Here, here means uh, forest. So many persons have traveled through this forest. But only some have returned safely. That is, uh, we are exploring ourselves. We are identifying ourselves in making at decisions in our life. So, how many of you have succeeded in your life? That is what she is discussing here. Uh, in the, uh, If we read it in the outer realm, It is uh, a journey through the forest. But here the title as the title indicates. Journey to the interior means it it is not actually a forest. It is actually we are exploring ourselves. It is a journey to our human mind, not the wilderness. This poem describes the human psyche by comparing it to the Canadian environment and landscape. So in this poem, Journey to the Interior, Margaret Atwood tries to compare. Compare what? Human psyche means human mind or soul to the Canadian environment or landscape, the Canadian wilderness. And she suggests that the exploration of the human mind is not a simple point-to-point journey. Can you explore your mind? Can you say how will you think in a difficult situation? Or what are your emotions? Uh, What are your decisions in your life? Uh, So it is a difficult way. How we are exploring a forest? It is like exploring the human mind the daring traveler must touch through several devious routes in order to make some headway so each traveler that is we or what we should be daring to explore such a wilderness that means we should have a strong uh, determined mind to explore ourselves we should identify ourselves or we should have a strong decision in all our difficult paths. We have to face through several devious rules in order to make some headway and there are no destination at the end of such a journey. If we failed to identify ourselves or we, if we failed to uh, make an active decision, we will fail ourselves. There will be no destination at the end. So, that is the uh, theme. Let us come to the point. Some additional points about Margaret Atwood. She was born on November 18, November 18 1939 in Ontario to parents of Nova Scot origin. Then, her father was a zoology professor and studied tree-eating uh, tree insects and Atwood's fascination with the Canadian wilderness, which is present in so much of her writing. And she received a bachelor's degree from Victoria College, that is, University of Toronto, in 1961. Then while studying in Boston, she published her first collection of poetry, The Circle Game*, that is in 1966, uh, which was awarded the prestigious Governor General's Award in 1969. She published her first novel. First novel is The Edible Woman. Then another critical work is Survival, a thematic guide to Canadian literature. It greatly influenced the ways Canadians understand their literary traditions. Then she also uh, produced a history book that is Days of the Rebels in 1977 and also published a collection of short stories. That is Dancing Girls, short stories, 1977. Another major work is Strange Things, the malevolent author in Canadian Literature, it is in 1995. Then first novel, The Edible Woman, it is a dystopian masterpiece. Then The Handmaid's Tale in 1985. Then coming to the poem. There are similarities. I notice that the hills, which the ice make flat as a wall, weld together, open as I move to let me through, become endless as prairies, that the trees grow spindly, have their roots often in swamps, that this is a poor country, that a cliff is not known as rough except by hand and is therefore inaccessible, mostly that travel is not the easy going. From point to point, a dotted line on a map, location plotted on a square surface, but that I move surrounded by a triangle, tangle of branches, a net of air and alternate light and dark at all times. There are no destinations apart from these. There are differences, of course. The lack of reliable charts, more important. The distraction of small details. Your shoe among the brambles under the chair, where it shouldn't be. Loosened, white mushrooms and a paring knife. On the kitchen table, a sentence crossing my path, sodden as a fallen log. I am sure I passed this day. Have I been walking in circles again? But mostly the danger. Many have been there, but only some have returned safely. A compass is useless, also trying to take directions from the movements of the sun, which are erratic, and words here are as pointless as calling in a vacant wilderness. Whatever I do, I must keep my hand, head, I know it is easier for me to lose my way forever here than in other landscapes. So, in this poem, here she is giving a comparison between our human mind and American, Canadian, sorry, Canadian wilderness. And she is discussing about the similarities between them And this poem is written in the form of a monologue And it is also a transcendental poem That is he is exploring the exterior world Exterior world is this Canadian wilderness to the inner depth of the human mind So there are similarities I notice that the hills which the eyes make flat as wall, welded together, open as I move to let me through. Similarities means? Ah, there are similarities I noticed. Suppose you are standing here, you are watching hills. How is it seen? Just just one hour picture, really. and suppose uh, tomorrow you have decided to explore that hill. You started climbing the hill, then what was your experience? It will experience. When you started exploring the hill, what will you feel? Ah. You are walking, walking, and it never ends. So there are similarities I noticed that the hills which the eyes make flat as a wall. So when we look from a long distance it seemed as a flat wall. When we watch these hills it seems like a flat wall. Welded together open as I move to let me through. What is this welded together? When we look from here we see that, we saw that two hills are welded together and when you are exploring that hill you see you see a gap between these hills alle ningal ibida flat picture suppose hills you can experience it open as I uh, open as I move to let me through, become endless as prairies. What is prairies? Grassland are called prairies. That the trees grow spindly, have their roots often in swamps, that this is a poor country, that a cliff is not raw. Ro- cliff is not known as rough expect by hand. And is therefore inaccessible? Inaccessible means it's difficult to reach. Mostly that travel is not the easy going. Here, what does this uh, term travel indicate? Symbolically, what is the travel? Is it the travel through this wilderness or travel through the human mind? Ah, uh, travel through our mind. That is identify it is, uh, is it is a difficult task to identify our own mind or our own or knowing oneself so there are similarities i notice that the hills which the eyes make flat as a wall so when we look from here it seems as it is as flat as a wall here she says it is a gives a deception of appearance that means actually it is not real when we explore those wilderness we are experiencing the difficulties in the path and it is never in. likewise When we experience or when we are trying to analyze our own mind or our own soul, we are able to identify the difficulties that we are facing or the uh, traumas we are facing. Welded together. Welded together means uh, the gap between two hills. Now when we look from far away, it seems like both are joined. But when we try to explore, it seems that there is a gap between these two hills. It opened as I to let me through. So when I move towards this hill, it seems like it is open And we are going through these endless prairies. Likewise, when we try to analyze our own mind, it seems that it is an endless thing we are difficult to analyze it completely that the trees grow spindly have their roots often in swamps that this is a poor country that a cliff is not known as rough except by hand so the trees grow spindly means it grows very tall sometimes the trees will be heavy or sometimes these plants are rooted in swamps swamps means muddy land so Our mind is also like that. When a person looks from outside, it seems like it is very easy to analyze one. But our mind is very uh, confusing or it is a very complex thing, our mind. So, it is not as easy as we think to analyze our or to identify oneself. That the trees grow spindly, have their roots often in sand. Sometimes it may seem that these roots are in sands. That this is a poor country. It may be may not be futile as it appears to be. That a cliff is not known as rough except by hand and is therefore inaccessible. When we look from far away, we think that it is easy to access the cliff. What is cliff? Cliff is the topmost part of the hill. So, if you start travelling, you see that you are walking, walking and this prairie is unending. Same as in the case of mind also. It is very difficult to uh, attain the destination or to attain a conclusion. And it is therefore inaccessible. It is difficult to reach. Mostly that travel is not the easy going. So, traveling through the wilderness is not a easy going way. or It is not as easy as we think. Likewise, to, uh, traveling through our inner soul or like um, to experience our inner soul, I acknowledge our inner soul, or human mind is also a difficult task. So there are similarities, I notice. So there are similarities between the human mind and the Canadian wilderness. I notice, I can clearly notice these similarities. That the hills which the ice make flat as a wall, that the thing we experience in our daily life, Sometimes it will be something hard, it will be difficult you to solve. Sometimes it will be a very slight thing. So that the hills which make the ice make me flat as well. Sometimes we feel that it is an easy thing, that we can solve it very easily. But when we approach that a particular approach a particular situation or this difficult situation, it seems that it is very difficult to solve this problem. Weld it together, open as I move, let me through. So, when we try to explore a thing, it seems that it is a never-ending process. It is going, going as you are exploring a prairie. Prairie is a grassland. You are going, going, going and it is, seems that it is never-ending. Likewise, when you approach a situation in your life, you are not able to complete it. You are going, going, going and the problem is still continuing. You are not able to conclude it or to find a particular sol- solution. So, it is a never-ending process or it is a uh, not as... Easy as you think, it is a difficult process. So, I notice that the hills which the eyes make flat as a wall, welded together, open as I move to let me through. So, it is an opening, opening means uh, it seems that when we see, uh, look from here, we say it will end there, but when we start traveling, it sees that it is a long ending, it is a never ending path. It becomes endless as uh, prairies, that the trees grow spindly, have their roots often in swamps, that this is a poor country, that a cliff is not known as rough except by hand and is therefore inaccessible, mostly that travel is not the easy going. So here, the internal journey of our mind is contrasted with the external journey through this Canadian wilderness. And uh, journey to one's own mind is not easily comprehensible. It is also it is very confusing. You are not able to acquire it or to, you are not able to identify your inner soul as easy as you think. It is a difficult process to identify yourself, your mind.